Good morning, Trinity Lutheran Church. How nice to see you. Thank you, Sheila. A little pockle bell to start our day. No, it was not the canon in D, which you all know, but it's another wonderful piece by Johann Pachelbel. So thank you for being here this morning. Lots of questions this morning about uh, who is in, who's out, who gets to go through the gate, who's in charge of the gate, all those good questions. And uh, we have a wonderful guest preacher this morning, not a guest preacher, Eileen, who's always here and always love to have her here. Um, but to start with, we have a little song saying that you are all welcome. We're all swimming this journey together, swimming to the other side. The chorus will be up there on the uh, wall, and you're welcome to sing it with Sheila and with me. And when you hear Sheila go off to do some other things, uh, it's okay. She's supposed to be doing that. And you can go off and do some other things too if you so inclined. Swimming to the Other Side by Pat Humphreys. like this. We are living neath the great big dipper. We are washed by the very same rain. We are swimming in the stream together, some in power and some in pain. We can worship this ground we walk on, cherishing the beings that we live beside. Loving spirits will live forever. We're all swimming to the other side. I am alone, I am searching, hungering for answers in my time. I am balanced on the brink of wisdom. I'm impatient to receive a sign. I move forward with my senses open, imperfection be my crime. In humility I will listen, we're all swimming to the other side. Here's the chorus. We are living neath the great big dipper, we are washed in the very same rain. We are swimming in the stream together, some in power and some in pain. We can worship this ground we walk on, cherishing the beings that we live beside. Loving spirits will live forever, we're all swimming to the other side. On this journey through thoughts and feelings, finding intuition my head, my heart, I am gathering the tools together, I'm preparing to do my part. All of those who have come before me, band together and be my guide. Loving lessons that I will follow, we're all swimming to the other side. Here we go. We are living neath the great big dipper, we are washed by the very same rain. We are swimming in the stream together, some in power and some in pain. We can worship this crown we walk on, cherishing the beings that we live beside. Loving spirits will live forever, we're all swimming to the other side. When we get there, we'll discover all of the gifts we've been given to share have been with us since life's beginning and we never noticed they were there we can balance at the brink of wisdom never recognizing that we've arrived loving spirits will live together we're all swimming to the other side last time we are living in the great big dipper we are washed by the very same rain we are swimming in the stream together some in power and some in pain 
Good morning. Thank you for calling us to worship. Thank you to our musicians. Thank you to the bell choirs here. They've been here early. And uh, thank you, all dressed in black and ready to share some beautiful music with us. Uh, welcome to those online. And if you are online, what you would see if you were here was smiling faces and beautiful quilts uh, adorning our sanctuary this morning as we've come to worship together and share the journey together and be inspired. Pastor Eileen's going to be preaching for us this morning. Thank you, Pastor Eileen, for that. Uh, the service is before you in the bulletin. Everything will be projected for you. It's good that we're here. Amen? Amen. I'd invite you to stand. Gathered in God's house, we worship in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Our gathering hymn is a calm response. This is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Here we go. This is the day, this is the day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. Continue with a, a litany, a responsive reading for this fourth Sunday of Easter. Projected for you. There it is. <laughs> this is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. We come to God's house. Enjoy its We come somewhat whole. And somewhat We come believing and doubting. We come at the same time. We come to the church where all are welcome. Everyone, really? Immigrants and refugees. Aliens and strangers. Conservative and liberal. Either all are welcome. Or all are excluded. No room for boasting. No place for judging. This is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Everything is a gift of grace. We continue with our uh, hymn of praise, Here I Am, Lord.
Lord be with you. And also with you. Let us pray. O oh Lord, we have gathered in this safe place to sing your praises and to share the beautiful yet perilous journey of life together. Like lost sheep, we return each week to be fed, forgiven, comforted, and inspired. Send now your Holy Spirit that our hearts and minds would be open to your leading. We pray in the name that is above all others, Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Please be seated. The first lesson is Psalm 23. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in right paths for his name's sake. Even though I walk through the darkest valley, I fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil, and my cup overflows. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I shall dwell in the house of the Lord my whole life long. The word of the Lord. Faithfulness engage the 
gift. Please stand as you are able. This morning's gospel is from John chapter 10. Very truly, I tell you, anyone who does not enter the sheepfold by the gate, but climbs in by another way is a thief and a bandit. The one who enters by the gate is the shepherd of the sheep. The gatekeeper opens the gate for him, and the sheep hear his voice. He calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. When he has brought out all his own, he goes ahead of them, and the sheep follow because they know his voice. They will not follow a stranger, but they will run from him because they do not know the voice strangers. Jesus used this figure of speech with them, but they did not understand what he was saying to them. So again, Jesus said to them, very truly I tell you, I am the gate for the sheep. All who come before me are thieves and bandits, but the sheep did not listen to them. I am the gate Whoever enters by me will be saved and will come in and go out and find pasture. The thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. I came that they may have life and have it abundantly. This is the gospel of our Lord. Please be seated. Grace and peace to you this morning from our Lord Jesus Christ, who is the open gate for us. We, his rather confused, wayward, tangled, and beloved sheep. Whitby is home to a few small sheep farms, but most of our community is unfamiliar with the agrarian metaphor that Jesus uses in today's scripture passage. So I thought a basic primer on four characteristics of sheep would be helpful in understanding what I believe Jesus is conveying to us. First, let us be honest and acknowledge that sheep are not the most pristine animals. Generally speaking, they are covered in mud and their own waste, which clings to their wool. The wool itself can become so overgrown to the point that it eventually impedes the sheep's movement, like this abandoned sheep named Barak, who was carrying 75 pounds of wool. Overgrown sheep wool can lead to the overheating and death, as well as uh, become a magnet for parasites. It is the caring shepherd who shears the sheep and restores the sheep's well-being. And from that once soiled wool, beautiful and youth, useful uh, clothing is created. So humanity has 
a wool of sorts, don't we? Our egos, our self-reliant conviction that we are absolutely fine on our own accord. Thank you. And we become sullied with regrets and mistakes and betrayals and isolation, riddled with parasites of the past of shame and guilt and fear. And we can feel burdened by that weight. And it is Jesus who restores our well-being through compassionate forgiveness. The promise that although we may be stubborn and tangled, we are sheared through the tender expression of love. Like the wool of sheep, our mistakes and regrets and our fears are regrown each and every day. And so an ongoing relationship with the shepherd is essential for our spiritual and our emotional well-being. That is what the psalmist speaks of, the shepherd who restores our souls. And from our muddy, woolly experiences of life, a deepened faith with new textures and beautiful insights can be created. The second characteristic of sheep is that according to the humane society, sheep are actually very observant and relational. One study found that sheep can recognize the faces of 50 other sheep and keep that memory for over two years. And that's perhaps better than I can do. <laughs> they have this wide range of emotions from anger to boredom to happiness. Sheep do indeed know the voice of their shepherd, and domesticated sheep have become reliant upon humankind for their protection from predators. Their recognition of the sheep's voice is founded on a relationship of mutual trust. When that relationship does not exist, sheep not only struggle with this overgrown wool, but also tend to follow other sheep and can be easily distracted by strangers. Jesus speaks to this truth in saying the sheep hear the voice of the shepherd who tends to the gate. He calls his own sheep by name and leads them out and they follow because they know his voice. This morning we are fortunate to welcome Dr. Jerry and Shailene for a special um, educational forum that focuses on spiritual practices to support the awareness of God's presence in our daily lives. This cultivation of openness and awareness of our ongoing relationship with God helps us recognize the voice of the shepherd even in the midst of distractions and decoys in our lives. Third, sheep rely heavily on their vision to detect predators as well as to herd together as a flock. Now, sheep have eyes on the sides of their heads and thus have excellent peripheral vision Sheep can even see behind themselves without turning their heads. However, sheep have poor depth perception. They cannot see what is immediately in front of them and oftentimes cannot distinguish a partially open gate along a fence line. Unless a gate is wide open, they need the shepherd to lead a couple of sheep through the gate in order for the flock to recognize the opening and follow. So it is with us as disciples of Jesus. It is difficult for us at times to see 
and judge and coordinate our movement through obstacles and paths of light. Perhaps we can focus on ourselves and our security, but our perception of the voices and needs and hopes of others around and beyond ourselves can be difficult to grasp, especially as a larger church body. There are significant trends that many churches around the world cannot see. The decline of the traditional boomer church, the diverse and open skills and attitudes needed to engage our younger generations, the permanence of online worship, and the shifting roles of sermons and rituals. Jesus continues to guide the Christian church towards a gate leading to a broader field where the message of hope and promise are needed and desired. But oftentimes, we simply can't see these opportunities, these open gates, and prefer to retreat instead into the closed pens of our own needs and comforts and looking behind at the church of the past. This is the Christian church's poor depth perception. May the church, as the psalmist says, be led by the shepherd in the right path for his name's sake. May the church universal be attentive and deepen our vision to perceive the world around us and imagine what it means to do justice, love mercy, and walk humbly with God in familiar and comforting ways, including these beautiful quilts that will be blessed and distributed, as well as in new ways that are meaningful to not only those of us gathered on Sundays, but those sheep beyond the gates of our church building. Fourth and finally, as highly relational animals, the emotional and physical well-being of sheep is based on their gathering with others. There is a structured social order, but typically there's not too much drama in, in introducing new members into the community, whether it's new sheep or a herd of goats or a guardian dog or a flock of chicken to be companions for elderly sheep. Following this morning's scripture passage in John 10, Jesus declares himself to be the good shepherd who's willing to lay down his life for the sheep. Jesus also says this, I have other sheep that do not belong to this fold. I must bring them also, and they will listen to my voice. So there will be one flock and one shepherd. You see, however we define flock, Jesus reminds us that we will always be incomplete. Thus, the importance of improving the church's poor depth perception. Trinity has a strong history and reputation of being a welcoming community for all people. And it was delightful to learn that 13 new members were welcomed last Sunday. I am proud and I am grateful, especially as a person of color, to be a member of Trinity with its open doors and gracious hospitality. May we continue to allow a sense of holy incompleteness, holy restlessness to lead us towards the numerous gates of inclusiveness and expansion that Jesus continues to hold open for us. In today's reading of the Gospel of John, it comes down to this soundbite in the end. Jesus is the gate for the sheep the confused, wayward, tangled, and beloved sheep of all humanity. 
The thieves of ego and regret, self-reliance, smallness, distraction, and self-comfort can steal, kill, and destroy our well-being. Jesus came so that we may have life and have it abundantly. The abundance is the promise of Psalm 23. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. So let us summon continuing boldness to perceive and pass through the gates that Jesus holds open for us, leading us to expansive and abundant fields for our personal lives, for all creation, for the whole of humanity. Amen. thanks that uh, <clears throat> Jesus is in charge of the gate. Excuse me, sir, what did you say? <clears throat> when you shout so loud, it's hard to tell. You say that I must change my ways, or I am surely bound to hell. Well, I know you'd damn me if you could But my friend, that's simply not your call If God is great and God is good Why is your heaven so small? You say you know and you say you've read That holy Bible upon your shelf Do you recall when Jesus said Judge not lest you be judged yourself For I know you'd damn me if you could But my friend, that's simply not your call If God is great and God is good Why is your heaven so small? With your fists that shake and your eyes that burn What makes you do the things you do? I would not be surprised to learn Somewhere someone excluded you But my friend, imagine if you a love much mightier than us all oh, If God is great and God is good Why is your heaven so small? But my friend, imagine if you would 
a love much mightier than us all. Oh, if God is great and God is good, why is your heaven? seated as we lift our hearts to God in prayer. We have a sung response for our prayer, Shepherd Me, O God, appropriate for this day. Uh, so sing through that once now, and then each petition will lead us back to that sung prayer response. Let us pray. Shepherd me, O God, beyond my wants, beyond my fears, from death into life. Let us lift our prayers to our loving God. God of promise, we know you are there for us, behind us, around us, and in us. Let us never forget that you have written our names on the palm of your hand and you are with us in every time of trial as well as every time of joy and celebration. May we lean on that knowledge and let it keep us from despair and hopelessness and lift us to live in hope and possibility. Shepherd us on our way. Shepherd me on, beyond my wants, beyond my fears, from death into life. God of promise, you say to us that all are welcome, and all means all. When we find ourselves tempted to be arbiters of your grace or the gatekeepers of your hospitality, Remind us who we are, the beloved sheep of your pasture. Let us always hold to that promise and always be bold to rise in defense of others when people attempt to deny them welcome or citizenship in your love. Neither death nor life, angels nor demons, ethnicity or gender, orientation or economic status, nor anything else in all creation will prevent us from being gathered in your loving embrace. Shepherd us on our way. God of promise, Jesus was raised from the dead as he promised, and in our lives, we live in hope of resurrection. Resurrection of hope, resurrection of love, resurrection of health, vitality, and joy. For all of us in anguish, fear, or illness, sustain us in that hope. And when this life ends, we hold fast to the promise of life beyond this space. We can only imagine, but know that you will be there in every valley and every shadow and in every step we take. We give you thanks. Shepherd us on our way. God of promise, we commend all for whom we pray, trusting in your mercy through Christ our Lord. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you. And also with you. Please.
please stand up and share the peace with one another. Thanks for sharing that greeting of the peace. After the service, come on over into the gym for a time of coffee, cookies, fellowship. Uh, thank you, Pastor Eileen. Thank you very much for the word today. And you gave a little advertisement for the Adult Forum, too, that will be right here. So uh, uh, Dr. Jerry Camry Hogan, Shailene Camry Hogan, who was on our staff for several years, are going to be right here doing the forum, but they're going to do it in here. Uh, so they're going to do it in here, better uh, hearing, better for a big crowd. So you're welcome to come right back in at 9.15 uh, to, for the adult forum here. Uh, you can hear the rule. People ask sometimes, can I bring coffee in the sanctuary? We have no rule against bringing coffee in the sanctuary. We only have a rule against spilling coffee in the sanctuary. So you are welcome to bring coffee in the sanctuary. Uh, just try not to spill it. Lots of announcements printed in your bulletin. Would really encourage you to take note of those things uh, that might apply to you, that might interest you, ask questions, get involved. That is your uh, church, and so I would encourage you to ask those questions. Uh, thanks to the Guernseys for the beautiful arrangement of flowers up here. Thank you, Joanne and Gary. And right down in front of me is, uh, are some flowers that were sent uh, from Lisa Bjork's uh, graveside service down in Tumwater on Friday. And her family, uh, uh, Barry, asked that I bring these flowers back and have those in the sanctuary day. And he might actually be at the next service uh, as well. Uh, Lisa, a longtime uh, member of our community and our larger community, uh, had a service at Graveside. Um, also, our scholarship committee met this week, and we have, uh, we're going to be going to school in the fall with about 30, 32 students uh, that will go on Trinity Lutheran Church scholarships this fall. And uh, just announced this week from the bell choir, Christina. Stand up, Christina. Uh, Christina was named this week as our 2023 Ruby Scholar, which means from our parish, she's gonna, we're going to be going to school, all of us to Western. So make room for us. We'll all come visit. And uh, we'll be going along with her $10,000 a year for each year of her four years in school. So, Christina, we are, uh, we're so very proud of you and all the other scholars that will go to school with this fall. So thank you, Christina, uh, for that. Okay, I'm going to call on Deacon Amy. You've got me all choked up. <laughs> uh, yeah, so Sunday Forum in here this morning instead of the fireside room. And for those online, we're also streaming, so you can find the service in the same, or the, the forum in the same place as you're watching the service right now. And our uh, middle school students, next weekend, we are gathering with students from five other churches in the Northwest Washington Synod. We're meeting here at Trinity for a 24-hour retreat. We're gathering Friday evening and staying all through the day Saturday for um, lots of fellowship and faith development, some fun activities. We're going down to the beach because we have to remember these kids from the off-island don't get to go to the beach all the time. <laughs> Um, so lots of great opportunities for middle school students from around the Synod to gather here at Trinity for some faith development. And then our high school students going to California this summer. Our registration deadline is tomorrow. So we get to go to California to the Western States Youth Gathering and meet with students from all over the western half of the U.S. We'll be staying at um, California Lutheran University in Thousand Oaks. Really a great opportunity. And this leads me to the announcement about our fundraiser. All of these wonderful trips and opportunities do cost a lot of money. So um, we are looking to you, the people of Trinity, to continue supporting us in these wonderful things that we get to do with these kids. We have a lot of different adventures planned for this summer, and um, we are hosting a fabulous and fun fundraiser next Sunday evening. This is the 7th. We'll meet here um, at 4 o'clock. We've got a silent auction planned. We have a really delicious dinner planned and then a few live auction items. We'll have some entertainment from different students, um, slideshows, 
music, lots of, lots of fun activities that evening. Tickets are only $20, and they are available in the gym after worship this morning. So come in and see us before you come back for the Sunday Forum. Thank you. <laughs> thank you, Deacon Amy. Uh, thank you for that. Uh, okay, what are you sitting on? Well, don't answer that in the obvious way. <laughs> I know what you're sitting on. Uh, but around you this morning are these beautiful quilts. What are they, really? They're messengers of hope. They're vehicles of comfort. They're tangible signs of grace. They are a message to someone somewhere that they are not alone and someone cares. These quilts are going to leave this sanctuary, and they're going to go across the country or across the world through Lutheran World Relief. And uh, they will arrive when someone has experienced the loss of their home with a fire or a natural disaster or a hurricane or a war, and they will arrive and be given to them as a sign. And so they're much more than beautiful quilts, and they are beautiful quilts, and we're so thankful to all of our quilters. Uh, if you're a quilter here this morning, raise your hand. We've got several of them around the room. Thank you. And uh, they actually have a very big group now, over 20 uh, quilters down there every week, so you're welcome to join them as well. But what we'd like to do, I'd like you just to, uh, if you're online, hold your hand up, and if you're here, uh, just put your hand on a quilt, and I want you to think about where those quilts are going, and we're going to pray a blessing upon those quilts. Let us pray. Gracious God, we give you thanks and praise for the warmth of this sanctuary and the welcome that we have received here. May we never take the blessings of our life for granted. We know that much of the world suffers in conditions that are less than your intention for them. Your children of all nations suffer from the consequences of greed and war and natural disaster. We pray that these quilts may go forth from our place of worship to the corners of the earth as a tangible sign of your love. Bless the hands of those who lovingly made these quilts and bless those who will huddle beneath them seeking warmth and comfort. We pray not understanding the mysteries of this world, but we pray believing that you have called us to make a difference in the world. May we devote our lives to good works and acts of charity as we follow Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. We are transitioning now, uh, transitioning towards uh, um, the table, the end of the service, and we're going to sing together, uh, appropriate to the theme of the day, Beautiful Savior.
you to stand. We pray now together the prayer that Jesus taught us, the Lord's Prayer, put to music, we will sing together. Worship and service does not end here, it begins here. As you depart from this sanctuary and go out those doors to find the place where God has put you this week. And as you go, may God bless you and keep you. May God's face shine upon you and be gracious to you. May God look upon you with favor and give you peace. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Our sending him, Lord of all hopefulness. Thank you.